0: Hello, lovelies. It's week four. Yes, that's right. Week four of Born Offside. And the Premier League keeps on rolling. We've got Wolves versus West Ham. Will Wolves wallop West Ham with Willie? Willie Bully! Or will West Ham win well for once? I think so. Can the Saints take me to heaven with a win? And just how many buses will wrap a park against Pep? We don't have any answers. But hey, you listened this long we we'll keep going
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Born Offside. I am here, Jason is there. Jason, are you there? I am
0: just about here, yeah. As long as you're there as well, that's good.
1: I'm here, you're there, we're everywhere. Uh, mate, that reminds me of one of my famous, uh, favourite football chants. He's here, he's there, he's shagging Danny Bear, which was originally Ooh. for Ryan Giggs and then reverted to Les Ferdinand when Danny Bear decided to shag Les Ferdinand.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, they use it for, uh, didn't they use it for John Terry when he started shagging Wayne Bridges' wife?
1: He's here he's there he's sh- shagging Wayne Bridge's wife that doesn't quite scan. No,
0: it doesn't quite work, does it? Nah. Well, there, anyway, there, I'm sure there was a couple of good ones. We'll we'll look them up.
1: <laughs> he's here he's there he's shagging everywhere. Um, did you did you see like, this week uh, Gianni Infantino went to see Donald Trump uh, and held oh, yes, held up a blue shirt. there uh, yeah. I said a Chelsea blue. Uh, with Trump twenty six on the back of it, mate, that cannot be a coincidence, can it? John <laughs> Terry was twenty six. It's blue. Like Infantini is sending a message to someone there, is he not? Got to the, What
0: the shagging Wayne Bridges wife as well, or? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was thinking more that that Trump, Infantini, and um, John Terry were part of the Illuminati. But yes, someone might just be shagging Wayne Bridges as <laughs> well
0: sorry that's what i got when i first saw it i was like oh you bastard! <laughs> don't, don't give it away i mean we all know that everyone's shagging ways bridges wife but like you know don't start giving it away to everybody so uh yeah, but in fact
1: I... of mine that we didn't do this podcast during that entire saga because <laughs> it, i always wondered that as as a center back i mean there are bad things that you can do there you can you can spit at a player, widely accepted by most players as the worst thing you can do. You can uh, headbutt a player in the stomach like uh, Zinedine Zidane did. You can uh, do what Hugo Lloris did last week and drink and drive and bring your cub into distribution. Um, there's been rapist footballers. Um, but I don't know, just in terms of team morale, is the worst thing you can do sleep with the left-back's wife? <laughs> It has
0: to be, no. Well, um, it's it's one of those ones where you know, like when you're when you're at school and you and you're being bullied, uh, you know, or you're bullying. I don't know. It's it, it, you know whatever. And well, you kind in your of,
1: case you, you were throwing bags was, a piece of piss at pensioners? But yes,
0: <laughs> that's very true. I thought that was part of bullying. Just, not that I took it into school afterwards. I didn't start throwing bags of piss at all, at all my mates at school. Um, I may have pissed on them though, whilst because like you know they stop, piss you stop, off. You know. Stop. Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But, like, it would be it'd be one of those ones that, like, you know, is, is that borderline thing. Are you bullying them or are you kind of, you know, making it better for the lads? You know, we're all – it's sort of like a togetherness thing, you know. So uh, you go on and, and, yeah, it's your turn, mate. Go on. You, you go for it. <laughs> Look, I've, I felt I felt really bad for Wayne Bridge right after that because his, his his career definitely took a bit of a dive. And I wonder if it's a coincidence. I don't know. Um, I don't think so. Well, yeah. I, don't know. I don't know how –
1: any of that could make him play better. I know. Uh, anyway, well, it certainly
0: made John Terry play better, didn't it? Because did, he went from did. strength to strength.
1: Let's so. not talk about um, affairs from, what, well, how are we had five, six? Well, no, that was just before, that was like 10 years ago, wasn't it? Something like it, that.
0: It, it would have been, I guess. There'll be a lot of people just going, okay, let it go, wait, let it go. Yeah. Fast,
1: fast forward to this week's Premier League action, where John Terry and Wainbridge are nowhere near it. Um, One thing mate, that I I was making notes for the games across the weekend, and we'll do the Saturday games in this part, and we'll get on to the Sunday games. But I was making notes and I've I've written three times. So I've written for Palace versus Saints, I've written Hughes's last game, question mark. Uh, And then uh, for uh, West Ham Wolves, I've written Pellegrini's last game, question mark. (laughs) And then for Burnley versus Man United, I've written... Jose's last game question mark so, I mean this is sacking season because last year we got four games in before Ronald De Boer lost his job so this is I think you know this is when we can start discussing this uh, out of those three mate Hughes, Pellegrini, Jose which one do you think is going first?
0: Oh, mate. Oh, this is lovely. Thank you for giving me this. Um, I could go for any of them, really. Uh, and uh, I, I think, you know, obviously, because I'm extremely biased and because I'm a Southampton fan, Mark Hughes, all the way. Straight to the bank, please. Thank you. <laughs> Problem is, um, Southampton's track uh, uh, record of, of of keeping managers uh, for a, a reasonable amount of time and, and, and a respectable amount of time, and even, as proved last season, a amount of time that was far too long as well uh is uh, is a very good track record so um i can't see them turning their backs on mark hughes uh quite just yet unfortunately i think they're gonna let him um let me give it give him enough rope to let him hang himself a little bit more and and you know what i'm okay with that actually i'm actually Okay, We're sacrificing Southampton's league position to watch him go down even in an even worse state. You know, it's uh, it's one of those fine-tuned balancing things. I mean, if he just goes now, i would be like, meh, yeah, meh, okay. Uh, unless how we've got someone amazing. Um,
1: how bad would you like it to get? <laughs> like, how, how much are you willing to risk?
0: uh oh, another couple of weeks um, <laughs> no not too much no i'm sorry but just not right now i want to i actually want him to suffer a little bit more you know i didn't realize how much of a whinger he is he comes oh, he out is, with whines and I I, I guess I never really sort of paid much attention to him. And um, when he first came in, I went into management. He was one of those first ones that I recall become from a player to a manager quite quickly uh, from a sort of youngish kind of thing. You know, you do badges and and, and then you come straight into it type thing. And And one of
1: the first of the Ferguson era, like him, Bruce. That's right. We have a lot of them now, but he was one of the early ones, wasn't he?
0: No, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And I've just just never seen... um, like, I've never really known what his style is. Um, he's, he, he was a striker, you know, when he was uh, uh, applying his trade. Um, he fell into a number 10 position more when he played for Chelsea, I think, didn't he? He sort of came and un- linked up a little he bit. Winced he winced a scored. lot as
1: a player. As a player, he was a winger.
0: Yeah, he, yeah. He was very
1: combative. You're uh, hmm. he was, he was famous for scoring volleys. He always scored volleys. Yeah, that's right. Mate. He's a player I, I admired and one of those players that I, you get the feeling that people hated to play against, but he was also a player that was constantly in the ear of the ref. So yeah, that, yes. it's a, just left over from that.
0: Yeah, I guess so. You can't break a habit of a lifetime, can you? So, um, no, I just, I just, yeah. So, so like, as a Southampton fan, like, I'm just not a big favorite at all uh of, of this guy okay fair enough he saved us from uh, from relegation last season but who's to say Silver wouldn't have done the same thing as well so um I, I wonder actually whether Silver looked at the job I think because I'm sure we must have offered it to him he looked at the job last year and he went hang on a second whole the year before that you know I've been relegated here i've been relegated there i've, I've had a very short spat amount of times in lots of different teams the last thing i want is to get into a new and get relegated again you know it doesn't look good on his on his uh on his scorecard um so i think that uh yeah he's um uh, i really think mark hughes was our second choice and i'm i'm pretty sure that mark hughes probably knows that but the thing is he's uh you know he's um uh, he's he's got a record, you know, in the Premier League. You know, he's 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 managed. Uh, 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 he's managed. Was Blackburn, of course. I think was his first one, wasn't it? And uh, yeah,
1: they were a reasonably good side that Blackburn team as well. They had yeah a lot of up and comers. Like that was back when David Bentley was an actual footballer, um, mm. and not just a joke.
0: Oh um, mate, but his goal against Arsenal. So there you oh, go. Yeah, that
1: was a one. We'll forgive him <laughs> for everything, mate. The, the, should we talk about Palace versus Saints then? Because uh, we're on Hughes. To me, Southampton's biggest problem is goals. You've got uh, you've got strikers, Danny Ings, who's coming back from a long-term injury. You've got Charlie Austin, who is a long-term injury, and you've got Marco Marco Gabiadini, um, who started sensationally and then has been rubbish like even if you did yeah. get with the cues who's going to put the ball in the back of the net
0: well that's that's it we still haven't been able to uh, um, to do it it's the, the, the main the main thing that worries me about Southampton is is there is there the, the overall performance like because I reckon I think we're in. I think we're in trouble. I've been saying this already from the beginning. I think we're in trouble. Um, once again, it's Mark goes rever, rever, reverts back to Mark Hughes, not really knowing what his style is, and um, not really knowing what to do to get the best out of the players. Um, they actually won in midweek uh, uh, in the in the EFL Cup against Brighton uh, in the last minute. Um, you know, so that might you do scored. them a little bit of a bit. Sorry, Who scored. Charlie Austin in the last minute, so uh, and he came off the bench and scored in the last minute. So he came off the bench in the 80th and scored in the 88th or 89th. Um, And so, like it'll it'll do him a little bit of good. Um, But I think, um, you know, even if they win this game, uh, which I think is highly unlikely, um, even if they win this game, we we, I still wouldn't be, uh, you know, looking at them getting anywhere sort of away from the bottom three this season. I'm really 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 worried and uh it's uh, yeah they just don't know how to score their you know score their goals so they've got austin they've got ings they've got Gabbiadini, but they had a plethora of strikers last season as well um admittedly everybody was talking about the fact it was austin but austin was out for for six six or seven months with with a hamstring injury and um you know it was um, I don't know if it was a hamstring injury or, or if it was a key, I can't can't remember but you know, and then he came back and then decided to trample on on a goalkeeper's head and, you know, got himself banned. And so he only, he hardly played any, any games at all. I think less than a third and was Southampton's top scorer with seven goals. So if he can keep himself, you know, on the straight and narrow and do something, we might just be able to get away with, with it. But the problem is, Compared to the last three seasons, under the th- sorry three, four, five seasons, under the different managers, starting with Pochettino and Ronald Koeman, um, we just this and last season we just lost all identity, and the identity of us being a good, nice passing side, we've lost it all, and it's 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 really very depressing. Actually, I'm I'm in a very depressed state and place right now as a Southampton fan so
1: okay man, so what what's going to happen then what's your prediction Wilf's, Wilf's, uh, we'll, we'll Wilf's lose,
0: boys. Lose. what are they going to do Wilfs boys we're going to lose I, uh, yeah we're going to lose and, and it might even be quite quite a hefty one um I, I would I would be looking at um anything between two and four which is three <laughs> <That'll be true. laughs> I could see this going to four I wouldn't be surprised I could see this at two I wouldn't be surprised so I'm going for a three nil palace win I'll go 2-1 Palace. Make 2-1 sense. Palace, yeah. And Palace are playing so well at the moment, you know. Yeah, you know, Palace, Palace are doing good. So I think that, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's how it's going to end.
1: All right, so we've got a 3-1 and a 3-0 there. Um, mate, I think the next place I would like to go, uh, we've got a couple of uh, alliteration-based uh, uh, games to choose from. We could do Leicester Liverpool, West Ham Wolves or Chelsea Cherries. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go, Leicester Liverpool, shall we? Like, um, I think
0: so. Yes,
1: Liverpool I, obviously perfect so far. Uh, have they conceded a goal. I don't think they've even
0: conceded a goal yet. Have they? No, no, clean sheet. Van Dyke, bloody Van Dyke. There's another one we lost. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> I think people must be able to surely see how Southampton fans feel at the moment. You know, we feel, and you know what? Sorry, sorry. I know we're going back to Southampton and everything, but the writing was on the wall, wasn't it? I mean, really, like. Everybody kept saying, You can't keep selling your best players every season. You can't keep selling your best players. Yes, we can. What's
1: Yes, it. we can. Oh, shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now we're suffering from it. And you know what? I don't even want any bloody sympathy from anybody on this one. You know, I think something needs to be looked at in the club and something's been done which has been wrong but you know we're very tolerant fans very very tolerant fans even if we go down I can't see them you know asking for the board to leave or anything but anyway sorry sorry um uh um, I, I, I am really looking forward to this one Leicester Liverpool I reckon this one's going to be god this isn't this one's going to be good uh, um uh but uh, like you put in, in in your running order there's it's, it's tasty but there's no rat uh, not the rats are generally tasty but this one is tasty with no well, rat.
1: Well, yeah. it takes it takes it's taken away a lot of my appetite for this game because because Jamie Vardy, the rat in question, has yep. an incredible record against the top six. Like you, you get these players who are accused of being a flat track bully. So a long time Ronaldo was accused of doing that. Um, there are, there are others who I'm trying to think of your of your classic uh, Lukaku. I think is perhaps the, the biggest example of that at the moment. Scores a mm-hmm. lot of goals but doesn't score a lot of goals against the top six. Mm. Uh, Jamie Vardy seems to be the inverse of that. He's—I don't know what the opposite of a flat track bully is. He's a—he's a bumpy track bastard. I'm not—I'm not sure what, how you <laughs> invert that saying. But Jamie Vardy loves a big game. loves it. Loves it. Loves it. Yeah, it's true. I think he's—I think he's—I think I'm right in saying he's the only Premier League player to have scored against all of the top six. He has an advantage because he doesn't play for one of the top six. Obviously, Harry Kane is never going to score against Tottenham, so he can't really compete on that record. But at the same time, it's, I think it's a noteworthy thing that Vardy's the only one to have scored against the whole top six last year.
0: Yeah, no, it's, uh, it is. And, and you know, he's, um, he, he had his little sort of peaks and troughs as well last season. There was a couple of times that I saw him and I thought, Ugh, you know, OK, not too bad. But... Um, it is a real shame for the for the spectacle for the game uh, that that he's not going to play, you know, because he is that sort of bustly kind of get involved kind of guy. But uh, uh, he, he, he he has no one to blame but himself, you know, going out there straight away, first game of the season, you know, smack, first game, second game, first game. I think it was straight away first game, wasn't
1: it? I think it was the challenge of the season. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I'm back, whack. Have some of that. <laughs> Um, Mate, um, I I read somewhere as well that Claude Puel is going to be um, uh, It's his 57th birthday on Sunday So uh, 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 would this be a nice birthday present or what uh, uh, To break the rut for Liverpool Um, You know, Liverpool up there, flying high Nine points, three games, nine points uh, Along with Tottenham, Chelsea and Watford Watford? Yeah, Watford. Uh, now city of, of, of drop points. So, um, you know, so it's a, it's a four-horse race. Um, and I <laughs> wish see. it was. May <laughs> I, fancy,
1: I, fancy I fancy Leicester to end Liverpool's clean sheet record because the magnificence himself, Old Slabbed, is mm-hmm. bound to nod one in, isn't he? Old
0: Slabbed. <laughs> <laughs> if they're going to get, the, you know, they're not going to have an easy time like they did against Southampton last time out. And uh, uh, and even against Southampton, they I wouldn't say struggled, but like they they certainly didn't they didn't light fireworks anywhere, and uh, which is probably just as well, you know, because we don't really want pyromaniacs running around football pitches. Um, but uh, they didn't uh, they they certainly didn't uh, uh, set the world alight uh, with with their performance. Again, Vardy not being involved and uh, uh, would have been tough. Inato's not. Not really, sort of come into it just as yet. Um, so uh, if it's going to come, and this time I don't think it's going to come from a slab head shot from thirty yards. It's no, going to
1: slab head header from two.
0: Exactly. So that's what they're going to have to be really careful with. Um, I, you know, it, it, Alison. Yeah, it seems to have not really been fully tested yet, does he? So um, I think with something like this, what's he like at coming out at crosses? Um, I know he's he's got to be better than De Gea because he's bigger than De Gea. I would say De Gea is one of the worst at coming out for corners and crosses. Um, but uh, but I don't know what's he like. I, don't, I haven't really seen much, and he hasn't really been tested. So it's going to be a an interesting one. Um, I agree with you. I don't think. Leicester will will win it, uh, but I think they will uh, they will get something possibly with Slabhead or or possibly with a counter attack um, uh, on the break, uh, and they will definitely uh, uh, you know get get a goal in there. But I do fancy them to to take a point from from home and derail Liverpool as well. So I mean, me personally, I'm going to go for a for a one all one or draw on this one. I'm going to go
1: for for a one two. I think Liverpool. Still look good enough. I think, like you said, Leicester have a few defensive problems other than Slab Ed, uh, mm-hmm. who, who is perfect. Uh, mate, let's move on to the other game that I had labeled uh, on Saturday as a potential last game for someone. It's uh, West Ham Wolves.
0: <laughs> I think it's a bit early to be calling for, uh, um, for Spirito Santo's head. I think it is. No, really, I'm, you talking know, you I'm talking about
1: I'm talking about Valedini. Mate, hey, his hair. Man, love in his hair.
0: Let's discuss that. Um, oh, he's right south american isn't he yeah he's got that south american thing going on there uh he's the kind of guy that you would you would expect to find in a in a dingy nightclub in chile right you know down in a in santiago somewhere it's very dark and stuff and he's in the corner you know life's not gone too well for him you know and he's got uh, but he's got a few in his pocket tonight and he's gonna go out and have, a, have himself a little bit of a laugh uh, uh and there he is in the corner pellegrini hello uh but <laughs> instead he's become a football manager and has done rather well for himself so yeah, yeah i'll <laughs>
1: decent life decision that one what, what do we reckon about the game i i mate west ham played alright last week but i just they don't get on in that stadium and they are a bunch of bottlers and wolves i like motinho and nevj in the yes. middle i think that's a, that's a dynamic thing i i fancy west ham to have a similar narrative to what they had against bournemouth i.e. they'll score first but then wolves will, will, will beat them and i'm going for a i'm going for a 3-1 wolves win mate Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just wishing for it, but that's that's what I would, that's what I think is going to happen, and it's what I would like to happen too.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm not too sure. I think that um, uh, I. Uh, I would like it to happen. I really would. But the thing is, and this is going to be a, re- a really tasty match. I, I I think it's going to, it's, it's probably, I mean, Leicester Liverpool would be the match to, to watch if you know what I mean? Like it's the one that, uh, uh, that I think for, 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 for people who don't really know much about football, if you're going to be advertising uh, uh, the, the Premier League weekend, that would probably be the, the, um, uh, the, the, the top, the top match, you know, Leicester, Touted to be a top 10 team and obviously Liverpool right up there challenging and it's away from home uh, That's going to be the one that's going to be sort of more rip-roaring and end-to-end and uh, and stuff But f- I think for the purist, I think this one for the for the you know to to, to Because of the curiosity of what might happen uh, uh, Wolves did so well against Man City last uh, last week and uh, they played really really well and um, <clears throat> but I think and I think their, 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 uh, their season will get on track very, very soon. But I don't know. I'm, I, I have a bad feeling. <laughs> My bad feeling is that Arnautovic is going to show up and score a couple. And it's going to just be a 2-0 win, uh, similar to how it was at Leicester. Uh, so you're going for how West Ham played against Bournemouth. I'm going for how Wolves played against Leicester. And that is that Leicester, Wolves dominated the game pretty much, most of it, away from home at the King Power. But came away with nothing, and it was two, 0 nil, I believe. Uh, and I think uh, I'm going to go for the same prediction. Unfortunately, for 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 Wolves, but with with them thinking at the end that there's still nothing to to despair too much about, uh, because they just need to 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 start getting that final uh, that, that those final uh, goals uh, in. So uh, so yeah, goals I'm going for a two in. N- goals in. <laughs> get the get the goal. in in. Goal. No, no, in no 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 out in good good, good. in yeah yeah
1: in yes yeah. mate talking uh talking of things that we've got to get into we've got three more games to get into here uh, and two of them i don't even want to talk about uh, okay because um <laughs> and the reasons we're going so we'll put those off and we'll we'll talk about a game that i think looks tasty uh chelsea versus the cherries uh, mm. And my angle that i i'm going to give to you mate on this the narrative that i will allow you to run with is by all accounts uh Eddie Howe and Maurizio Sarri uh, are buddies. Um, uh, when As far back as when Sarri was manager at Empoli, Eddie Howe flew out to Empoli to watch Sarri take training, um, enjoyed a lot of what he saw, and then the two of them have been, I don't know, buddies, I guess, ever since. Uh, Bournemouth, <laughs> Bournemouth played a, their pre-season friendly last year in Napoli, or no, I think Napoli came to... Came to Bournemouth, lovely place. Bournemouth, right on the coast. I'm sure oh, they enjoyed
0: yeah. it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You're comparing it to Napoli. you yeah, it, it, Italy already have everything any coastal British town has, plus more. So, um, true, but yeah, I, I will let that yeah, go. Yeah, but yeah. but the two of them could well be friends. That's really cool. How nice. Um, maybe uh, uh how we'll decide to give Sari some dressing tips uh, this time, and uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, a, a little little quiet whisper in the old ear, because probably nobody's had the guts to be able to tell him, mate, lose the shirt. All right, lose the shirt. Come Me on, two
1: We saw you. Sides
0: yeah, we saw you in a suit and tie at your first press conference. You look sharp, mate. You look sharp. Now, hobo. So, quit it. It's just not working, all right? Um, yeah, look, it's, it, I think it's a lovely game as well, you know, for, uh, again, once again, for for the purist. Look at this. We're calling ourselves purists. Hmm. Uh, it's quite a loud shout, really, isn't it? Especially
1: a um, man that's pissed in a bag and thrown it at old people.
0: <laughs> Mate, roots. It's all about roots. It's a very interesting game. I mean... I'm going to be predictable and go for a 2-1 uh, Chelsea win here. Um, and it is a predictable kind of, you know, scoreline, if you know what I mean. If you look at the history, if you look at the size of the clubs, uh, you would be seeing and thinking that Chelsea would win uh, uh, this this game. But I think... Um, I don't think it's going to be easy at all. I think Bournemouth are, are really going to go for it. And uh, I like the narrative of the fact that they're buddies. I, it, it seems like the kind of thing that a manager like Eddie Howe would actually do. Uh, um, uh, you know, budding but career, coming out. Uh, into it sort of starting to see you know his his potential what he wants to do and where he's going and um, I I don't know why he decided to go and have a look at Empoli and watch Sari do his training whether that was a random one uh, selection or or whether it got You know whether he'd already read up a little bit about Sarri beforehand and decided to go and introduce himself or something. I don't know. I don't know what the history behind that is, but it seems like the kind of thing that an educated manager like Eddie Howe would do, right? You know, go out and have a look at someone who has got a lot of experience, who's who's doing really well, and who has uh, wonderful footballing views. You know, views on how to play uh, play games. Pep's often and often spoken about it as well. so yeah, so that makes this very intriguing. I think I think you're right, and uh, I think we've mentioned it already, right? And it's it's uh, I think a, a nice stat that's been going around. Eddie Howe both boasts the the um, record of being the youngest Premier League manager currently uh, uh, in the Premier League, and also the longest standing uh, manager as well. How? Uh, someone, get how, a seat.
1: how uh, huh? someone get him a seat. Someone get him a seat. Yes. So what did you say that might be your prediction? I, I, did I hear a
0: 2-1? Yeah, I'm going for 2-1 Chelsea. Uh, as much as I really would like Bournemouth to, to, to do well, um, I've also got to remember my rivalry on the South Coast. So.
1: Okay, fair enough. I'm going to go for a 4-2 Chelsea win. I think Chelsea will win because Bournemouth will, will play football. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think it'll be a little bit more open than that and we'll, we'll see some goals
0: lentter uh, series hands won 't it
1: really Yes, I think it will, and, and there will be goals let 's go to a place uh, where there will be goals, but only at one end, uh, and that is of course man City versus newcastle um, i don 't want to talk about this at any length. We all know what Rafa 's going to do, and one of us when we 're making our predictions, we can both very accurately now go with the, the Newcastle score, which will be nil. Um, People, if you can hear me tapping at home, that's me filling in our predictions, and I'm already putting the zeros in. I'm not even going to ask Jason what he's asking. That zero, that That was (laughs) his two zeros. The only way to put next to Man City.
0: The only way Newcastle can score a goal is they ask if if they ask for Faustino Asprilla to come out of retirement and get on the bench and come in with a last minute equaliser. There is, yeah, I'm with you as well. I'm going to go for a nil. I can't see them scoring anything at all. Um, but again, look what Man City got done to with, with Wolves, and if Benitez is is you know, I think it's Benitez. He hasn't got the quality like wolves do, so I'm going for a, did you, what did you did you say 3-0? Uh, I think yeah, you, three. You I
1: think I think I think it will be three because Okay. Newcastle... I'm going four. Okay, okay, four. Newcastle yep. will try. Um, but City are just too good. And Pep actually knows how to play against these teams that just sit in front of the defense and it's gonna be just going to be dull. Um, The other game that I don't care about, mate, and we'll just quickly do predictions before moving on to Sunday's games, which is a bit tastier, is uh, Albania. uh, Yep. Fulham. (laughs) Um,
0: Brighton Albania, who lost against Southampton in midweek and now are out the Carabao Cup. But who cares about the Carabao Cup? Nobody.
1: Not me at the moment. Uh, Not later, but at the moment, I don't. I mean, Brighton Fulham... Probably going to finish what fifteenth and fourteenth between them.
0: Yeah, something like that. But Fulham, I, li- I like Fulham, you know, and uh, I think I think Fulham will be the ones who 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 end up above Albania. I do. Um, uh, but they've just they've just got to yeah they've just got to get their um they've got to get their train rolling. So I'm um to, so yeah Albania so they're quite good at home. So it's I'm, true. I'm going to go eight, one one nil nil.
1: All right, we've got a 1-0 a a and a 1-1. One, one. All right, peeps, as you can tell, uh, I've been slowly bringing the tone of the show down uh, as we started with the prospect of Mark Hughes leaving uh, and then followed it up with a, with a board draw. Uh, I promise to pick it back up when we come back in a minute from the break with Sunday's games. Ooh. How did Albania make it into the Premier League? I don't get it. But then, there's a lot I don't get by these guys. I guess I'll just keep listening and see what happens. Grope. Welcome back, everybody. Sunday, Sunday. Uh, bloody Sunday was a song by U2, but this is, won't be a Bloody Sunday. I mean, I don't think there'll be any bloodshed. I don't know where I'm going with this analogy. Let's quickly move on. No, no, please keep going. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Bloody bloody Sunday. Okay,
0: well, if there, um, let's let's start with that. If there is going to be any blood,
1: which game yeah, is it, it going to be? be oh, hmm. undoubtedly, in our first game of the day, Cardiff City versus Arsenal. And Absolutely. mostly due to the fact that Cardiff were involved. Mate, yeah. um, <laughs> Cardiff obviously... Uh, uh, have yet to score yep they have not scored a
0: game do
1: you think that they can stay up without scoring a goal
0: <laughs> well if they if they draw every single game then that's 38 points isn't it, isn't it? Well,
1: they've, already lo- they've already lost haven't they they've lost one oh,
0: they have yes yeah yeah and they've got two nil so, nils haven't they uh, yeah, and the you know that the the forty a um, uh, forty point mark is, is, is proving to be a bit of a myth nowadays, and yeah. I think that's because of the uh, uh, um, the the, the st- stretching that some of the better teams have been doing into the league. Like uh, the, naturally, the more you think about it, the more like you know, hundred points last season, bang, you know, those hundred points are going to be taken away from somebody, right? So um, uh, it's I think it's it, t- t- to me. Uh, you know, you can get away with, with 36, I think, I think it's the, low, 35. Think what the lowest, 35, Was the lowest?
1: I think that's what Southampton stayed up with last year, wasn't it, 36? 36, 36 I, right. And I and think we, 35, 35 and a decent goal difference would have been enough. Right,
0: so there you go, so they're on track, mate, they're on track <laughs> to, but, to all right, prove and, all right, well, the doubters wrong. <laughs>
1: Can you imagine if they stayed up without scoring a goal all oh, we'll season? Oh, oh, that would yeah. be amazing. You know, Warnock and right at the end, they'd so want to try and Warnock would oh. literally be delighted. I think he'd be more <laughs> delighted than if they scored a hat full of goals.
0: Uh, okay. Oh dear. Yeah, no, I was yeah, it, uh, it's 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 gonna be, you know, it's, it's it's gonna be ugly this one, isn't it? Really? This one is not gonna be a pretty affair. Arsenal not quite on it yet, but getting there. Um, you, you you would have to say Arsenal would win this um, uh, on paper. but, but um...
1: let's, see, let's see, though, because what's the thing that that mm-hmm. Arsenal team, ever since the Invincibles have lacked? Backbone and fight. What's the one mm-hmm. thing that Cardiff City have? Backbone and fight. Like, mm. you know, they will turn it into a ruckus. We saw mm-hmm. what, We saw what happened when Man City went there last year. Like, they... I mean, Leroy Sané, how he escaped without a broken leg was pretty remarkable. <laughs> um, so, so Cardiff City will go at them. Yes. Um, I, and let's, I think this is, a, uh, this is more of a test for Arsenal than some other games. And, and Unai Emery will see what the Premier League's about with this kind of game. Because I don't think this is the kind of game that you get uh, in you know, in La Liga or in France, I don't, I don't think you go away to Leganes and they're gonna like beat you up. I don't. Mm. Think that happens in La Liga, and I mean that's to La Liga's credit. But um, Cardiff City will hurt you
0: physically. Um, Are <laughs> Cardiff City the Atletico Madrid of the Premier League? <laughs> Without the talent. <laughs> um, Without the. Talent. <laughs> Mate, it is. It's going to be a rough and tumble, and I think it's going to be great to see some of the new uh, new Arsenal faces go, go in there, you know, with their, their pretty boy boots on and, uh, uh, you know, and their, their slick back hair. I think it's, uh, um, you know, David Ginola is obviously in the dressing room with them um, <clears throat> because I'm worth it. Uh, and I... Yeah, it, it, it is. You, this is Cardiff City, mate. This is, and this is not Swansea, right? You know, I mean, you can go to Wales and, and, you know, over the last couple of years, it's been all Swansea and it's been total football and it's been, you know, trying to, trying to get the best out of uh, of these football matches and the atmosphere has been great. I mean, the atmosphere is a little bit different, isn't it, here with Cardiff? Yeah, yeah,
1: um, I, I went to university thing. in Cardiff and uh, just a quick uh, anecdote about the uh, tasty levels of, of Cardiff fans. Uh, uh, three friends and I were once in a, in a pub near the, the train station, kind of main downtown area of Cardiff City. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of my particularly inebriated friends stumbled out of the double doors of a, of a large chain pub and threw up onto the uh, pavement outside. Unfortunately, between his mouth and the pavement uh, were a policeman's shoes. And the policeman was in the shoes at the time. <laughs> and, and we all thought, well, that's him arrested. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure you can find something, you know, vomiting on a policeman. I'm sure it, you've broken some kind of law there. The policeman was so concerned with the fact that Cardiff City were playing Millwall and the Millwall fans were about to get off the train
0: mm. uh,
1: that he just looked at his shoes and went, fuck off. And, <laughs> and just <laughs> carried on walking down the street. So yeah, Cardiff, Cardiff City will be, it'll be raucous, it'll be noisy, it'll be loud. And that will be mm. just Neil
0: Warnock. Um, yep. I mean, historically, Cardiff City, uh, it's, it's it's Millwall, Chelsea, Leeds. Uh, you know, it's it, it brings the nasty side out of fans, doesn't it, as well? This is historically, of course. Nowadays, thank goodness we're No, we're, I,
1: no they're, they're still assholes. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm, go, I'm going with the nil-nil, mate. That's what I'm going. I'm going with a, Oh, wow. I I, no, i tell you what. I'm going with a nil-nil, and there's going to be more red cards than goals in this game.
0: Mate, I... I, I'm, I tell you what, if you want red cards, you can't. You've got to go with an Arsenal win uh, because it'll get under Cardiff's skin even more. And yeah. uh, you know, it, it'll be it'll be an Arsenal win. They'll feel they'll feel hard done by. And yeah, a couple of red cards straight in it, both of them for Cardiff. Uh, but and, and but I don't want to wish for a broken leg, but there's going to be an injury in there which is brought on by high studs, <laughs> I reckon. And uh, it's. <laughs> it is just something that's not uh, uh, not unfathomable for this game but i'm going to go for an arsenal t- 2-0 win actually i'm going to go for an arsenal 2-0 win that's one All right moving
1: on we've got two more games on sunday to cover uh, we'll leave the top of the table clash uh, to the end and <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll continue with uh, burnley versus manchester united now burnley mate crashed out of the europa league probably a blessing yep. in disguise this yep. uh, is low there uh, yep. they, they do have crucially joe hart in goal so yep. man united are probably not going to get a better chance uh, to score some goals just go low and to his left and, <laughs> and you should be in business no um jose has been saying today i've been reading uh whatever happens whatever happens whatever he does from now on he will be considered mm. one of the great managers um who said that? What? Sorry? Jose, what? Jose has said that about himself. About it's, himself. Oh. It's, like, uh, it's very interesting that oh. I, think, I think he's been waiting for Wenger to leave because, because obviously he's got three Premier League titles and Wenger had three Premier League titles. Uh, mm-hmm. but he also labeled Wenger a specialist in failure. Um, mm. And I know it felt as if he'd waited for Wenger to leave just so he could crack out that stat, which was, I've got more Premier, Premier League's than 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 anyone else also interesting how he called them premier ships he was like i have three premier ships it hasn't been called the Premiership for quite a
0: while, has it? Like well, no, it's that's what they call. Isn't that the rugby? That's mm-hmm. that's rugby. Yes. It's the Premiership, isn't it? Is that, yeah, yeah. No, no. You can't. You can't be doing that, Jose. Someone's going to be whispering in his ear. Uh, it's the Premier League. Uh, we all we all know it's the Premier League. Come on, stop it, mate. Um, yeah, this this one is. Uh, oh, I'm actually. Uh, I think this one is, is going to be good. You know, in in the sense that both teams are really desperate for something. They both really need something, you know? And uh, uh, if, if Burnley get it, Man United are in, in all sorts of trouble. And, I mean, they've already been in a lot of trouble. And I, I don't know it was with Mourinho. He seems to be just digging his own grave now, doesn't he? It's uh, He just keeps on digging. And I can't see... It's almost... I mean, this the, the, the resurgence of Luke Shaw is almost like a kind of... Um, in I the know case it's,
1: of just how badly it's going for Jose. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> yes, totally. But I mean, it's just you just look at you look at the Luke Shaw thing. You know, I just wonder whether or not Luke Shaw might be thinking, oh, "I hope you do get the sack, mate." <laughs> you know, after everything you've done to me. Well, the, um,
1: the interesting thing that came out midweek is they've offered Anthony Martial, whose contract runs out in a year. They've offered him yes. a new contract, and Jose couldn't have made it plainer that he wants Martial sold. I so it, this, like. This it's a weird one, though, to say, hey, Martial, sign a new contract. And Martial's first question must be, oh, so Jose's leaving then?
0: <laughs> Surely, no. That's it. Yeah, man, look, it's a five-year deal as well they've offered him, isn't it? So it's not a, it's not just a sort of, you know, contract extension for another two years out with an option for, for a third or whatever. It's a five-year deal they've offered him. Um, there's been a lot of talk about Woodward saying that he needs to start getting the best out of the players that they've got there. Um, I, 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 I kind of get it, but that, you know, sh- surely... Managers have to be afforded a mistake here or two in, in the transfer market, and Lindelof has been a big mistake. They've got Phil Jones, who we've we've not yeah you know, we've known Phil Jones for for donkeys years now, and it's Chris Smalling. We've known him for donkeys years. We always thought he they they were both crap from the Ferguson era. They needed replacing. They've grown into, um, dogged performers now, but inconsistent. Always injured, always out, and Phil Jones, yeah, he's England material. Is he world class? No, he's not world class at all. So, you know, they needed, they needed Harry Maguire. I think they really needed Harry Maguire. And it, 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 this, this is what will happen it, it, if if he doesn't get sacked, and he manages to get his way because of the press uh, pressure that has, has has been on Woodward to, to give him the signings that he that he wants I think he'll go for McGuire in, uh, in in the January transfer window he'll pay 80, 80 to 90 million for him he'll break the transfer oh, it's for a, uh, it, it'll be massive it'll be really big because we're gonna see uh, we're gonna see him perform in this first half of the right. season for Leicester. and it, it and then that'll save his season because that's what they need they need a big central defender around the back and they're just not getting it
1: they need a massive slabby head if that does happen like if harry harry hazi Magwazi goes to goes to manchester united for 80 million pounds i want to see a newspaper do a a, a pound per inch of forehead stat because i think <laughs> that's still going to be the best value for money that you've ever seen because mcguire's forehead is so huge uh mate, oh, quickly a quickly, my- uh, prediction burnley manu what are you saying I'm going for Man U 1-0. It's going to be very tight. Yeah, 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 there's not going to be goals in this game. Both teams can no. uh, both teams hate attacking. Oh mate, I fancy that as well. I think ooh, I'm get, yeah, we're going to have two nil ones there. Mhm. Two uh, I don't like going for the same score. Who's going to get it. Oh, ugh, Pogba deflection. Oh, um, maybe not a double game. deflection. Um uh mate, let's move on mate. How have we gone? Mate.
0: Sorry, not a Lingard screamer from the edge of the box. Oh, God,
1: no, 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 no. All right, uh, move a Paul Pogba, a Paul, Bogba, a Paul Bogba, uh, like a cutback from Sanchez. No, from Shaw. <laughs> a cutback from Shaw. Pogba at the top of the box, massive deflection off of Ben Me, uh, and the commentator will say something like, "Oh me." Um, oh my!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <me. laughs> Um, and it'll be something like a 67th minute as well oh yeah and, the most uh, boring time to
1: score when you've almost thought and... about watching the other game yeah yeah yeah, Speaking yeah of the yeah. other game mate, they, that i think pretty much everyone's going to be watching aren't they how have we gone 45 minutes into our into our podcast without talking about the major top of the table <laughs> <match>? two teams <laughs> with a perfect record three out of three uh, goals galore mm. um i am of course talking about watford Versus mighty Tottenham Hotspur. Someone's perfect record has to go. Whose is it? Where is it going? How's it going? Uh, what do you reckon, mate? They're both going. One or draw? Let's move on. <laughs> oh. oh, that's the horrible answer, mate. Mate, mate. This is this this Sunday. There's a huge match uh, for Spurs, and that is of course the uh, not the game at Walford. It's the it's the game
0: in Indonesia. Uh, because uh oh, someone, someone now in... that's worth talking about that's uh that's t- so that's tonight here in uh, uh in <clears throat> in in australia anyway it's at 840 830 i think in 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 australia and my missus is actually going out with a number of other chicks
1: parents, <laughs> sorry,
0: birds sorry no, women <laughs> ladies <laughs> ladies <laughs> uh, to uh, To do the classic chicken and beer and football uh, night, which the Koreans so do love, uh, but in the centre of Melbourne. So uh, they're going to be all going out there. And uh, it's so it's tonight. And I, I told her, I said, look, I'll watch the first half because it's 8.30, but from 9.30, I'm flicking over to Leicester, Liverpool. Sorry. <laughs> mate,
1: mate, I don't think it's fair on Japan because those Korean players are playing for, uh, what? what's the word? Um not All of it. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're playing for not having to do their military service, uh, you know, for being hardened, um, basically. They and are. It's just a huge cherry to dangle, isn't it? I mean, the Japanese players will want to win and whatever, but, you know, the stadium will be half, even maybe a quarter full because it's not the home team. And these Japanese players are going to like, well, oh, okay, it'll be nice to win today.
0: The South Koreans will be desperate, mate. They will, Anything but you know one of them. You know, though, how sometimes that just tenses you up, you know, and when you play with the freedom of, of not, not worrying too much about it. I wonder if the managers will, will say that, you know. I wonder if the, uh, the Japanese manager will actually say that to them. To, to, to them. Look, this is a, a great opportunity for us to be able to not only get a medal, but also get one up on the Koreans, which, of course, there's all we know that there's a rivalry there. Of course, the rivalry is much sharper from the Korean side. Um, and, and the Japanese are always guilty of, of sort of going, oh, why? I don't know why. Why did they hate you so much? Uh, you know, and uh, uh, the Koreans have got that s- sort of, you know, smaller nation complex thing going on and everything. Um, but it's uh, um, obviously much deeper than that. Um, uh, historically. Uh, But I think that the Japanese will be relaxed for this match. And that's what makes me fearful that the Koreans will be all... Very, very tense because they also know that the, the eyes of the world are, are on this match as well. Everybody knows the implications for for, for, for Song Hyun Min and uh, and of course for all the other Koreans who also want to get away with not having to go on go to military service. Um, but uh, but yeah, look, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those moments that if South Korea do win this game, I will find it hard not to smile uh, uh, for a very long time. You know, I'll be very, very happy uh, uh, for Song Hyun Min and for all the you know the koreans in there because this narrative this is a particular story that that needs to have that fairy tale uh finish and if it doesn't
1: it's desperately sad isn't it let's not even think about what it will happen if it doesn't happen <laughs> mate uh, you so you were going for what for spurs is a one or i am of course going to predict uh, a, a one-two and then what are we going for for the korea game I'm going, I'm going, ooh. Oh,
0: mate, no, no, no. I was, sorry, I was only kidding about the one, uh, the one all. Uh, Watford oh, will, will lose. It. I'm gonna, uh, no, no, um, Tottenham will win it, but okay. they, they won't, but it'll be two, two nil. I'm going for two nil. I yeah. don't think Watford will, will score. At least I hope they don't. At least I hope Troy doesn't. But anyway, it's, uh, <laughs> if someone else gets it, then I might be all right, Pereira or whatever. But I uh, just, you know, me, mate, mate, it's not because I want Tottenham, uh, uh, to win. It's because I hate Troy Deeney more than I hate Tottenham. Wow. That's a strong statement.
1: Uh, so, so good luck to everyone playing against Troy Deeney this weekend <laughs> and good luck to, to South Korea. Get that, get that. Um, pardon fellas. Play for the, play for the P. Go on. Uh, do uh, it. Pee, I'm going to go for a P. Uh, and when we come <laughs> back, uh, I won't do it in a bag, I'll, I'll do it in a toilet. And when we get back, we've got eight minutes, mate, to talk about Champions League.
0: Oh, mate, can't wait. Let's do it. RON <coughs> RON 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 Bonjour, auditeur de Bornov, Saïd. C'est un plaisir pour venir ici pour parler avec vous. Mais, dis-moi quelque chose. Est-ce que vous êtes dans Europe? Je pense que non. Oui. Non? Oui. Ah, 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 ah. Bu, 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 bu. Au revoir Grand-Bretagne. Au revoir.
1: everybody we're back we're back and you know what else is back it's the champions bloody league it's back mate. Back, and it's here and it's been drawn and it's in Vandini and it's in Vantino and it's Trump and it's it's beautiful and we're all going to Madrid for the final and we've got the groups mate we've got the groups and I want to say a special thank you mate I want to say a special thank you to group D which is Locomotive Moscow Porto Schalke and Galatasaray thanks to that group (laughs) Where all the shit teams have been collected, there are now some really tasty looking groups out there. Mate, is it me or is every year Porto get the easiest bloody group? Like <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs>
0: that group. If you go if you go through the history of uh of, of of Porto's last uh you know five or six seasons you will find that yes they always seem to be in the easiest group um I know that there's been some change in the format hasn't there they've been uh, uh they've changed the format around so that it uh, it can be a little bit uh sort of more balanced and, uh, and it 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 certainly shows, uh, definitely in uh, in in Group B, for example, which I think we can yes. all say is definitely the group of.
1: I know I'm a Tottenham not. fan and I'm and I'm biased, but Barcelona, Tottenham, PSV, Inter Milan—that is ridiculous. That group. It is ridiculous. Is,
0: absolutely absolutely yeah. ridiculous. I mean, at least instead of PS PSV, you need a whipping boy in there. You know, you need the Victoria Pleasant or the uh, uh, or young the, boys, mate. The we need young boys. <laughs> you stick the young boys in there it is it is the group of death although there there are some other groups in there that are also equally would, equally tasty
1: i would say that's the only group where all four would really you know previous to the draw all four would would want to get out of the group uh, i think psv are probably like not the whipping boy but psv would be the the fourth favorite to get out of that group but there are, there are other groups with three strong teams in it. Mate, I particularly want to draw attention to Group C, which has PSG, Napoli and Liverpool in it. Yes. So we're losing one of those. Yeah. Uh, that's a tasty group. And that's, that's teams like Tuchel, Ancelotti, Klopp. I mean, Tuchel and Klopp, uh, twice Tuchel has followed Klopp. So Klopp was manager at Mainz and then Tuchel took over and then yep. Dortmund was the same thing. I don't think there's a rivalry there, but there is, you know, definitely a very similar kind of philosophy of football. Yep. Napoli play exciting football and seem and to have carried on. Here. Yes. That's, that's a lot of, lot of fun to be had in Group C, you know?
0: Yeah, no, there is. It is. Uh, it is, And it's, it's, it's one of the first times as well that uh, the PSG have found themselves in a group like this as well, because historically they've been a little bit like Porto. They've found themselves in much easier groups and expected to get out of the group stages every single time and, and have done so um, this time. For the first time, you look at Napoli. You look at Liverpool. Napoli have been, have been doing very, very well, especially with uh, with 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 the, the you know Sarri leaving and everything. There's been all the the talk uh, in Napoli is that everything's been very positive, and uh, you know, and they're very excited to be playing with a with a new sort of kind of freedom. Uh, and uh, it's uh, very interesting. And then of course you look at Liverpool. You know, you could even see Liverpool being knocked out here at this one. I I know it sounds a bit crazy, but like just you know the Champions League does have a habit of throwing up these these uh, sort of strange old results where in previous seasons the teams have done extremely well and they've been you know that touted as favourites possibly the next season and then bang you know they they're gone um, and then and then they do things like letting letting Leicester through the group stages and uh, you know what I mean like uh, I mean it's yeah. it, it's it's just uh, the Champions League is is wonderful. I'm a, I'm, I must admit, look, I'm a, I'm a Southampton fan, right? I've, I've never tasted the champions league. You know, I've never been in there. It's never been fun for me. Uh, uh, so it's always been fun for me to watch as a, uh, um, as a lover of football, of course, who wants to see the best matches played the highest quality on the pitch, uh, the best football players out there. Uh, so, so for me, it's always been, been fun to be able to watch the matches, for that, you know, and the narrative from it, and the, the the beautiful music at the beginning of each game, you know, it's it's brilliant. Uh, you know, I mean. The, the closest affinity I've got, and it's actually through Tottenham, is Gareth Bale uh, being the ex-Southampton fo- football uh, player that he was and and how he arrived on the scene at Inter Milan, you know. And uh, that's probably the closest I can come to to uh, feeling Southampton's DNA uh, in the Champions League. So whenever um, a Champions League comes incredibly
1: along... Incredibly distant. Uh, so
0: <laughs> it far. is. It, it is. But uh, uh, I... Whenever the Champions League comes along, I always have the kind of view that I have is uh, uh, great. I don't get I, it doesn't buzz inside of me, you know, with that excitement because obviously again, Southampton have never been able to get into the Champions League. Uh, uh, but I I do like to to have a look at the ma- uh, at the groups and the permutations, and then of course getting f- fully involved in it. And so we d- we we are looking almost like a, a we're getting closer to these kind of super league things with these uh, with these teams, aren't we as well? Um, so many of you know there's been a lot of talk as well about how so many of the big countries have so many teams so this year i think it's the top five leagues have 19 teams or something so uh, out of the 32 uh you know so it's like uh you know there's there's a lot of an automatic qualification uh, uh there's, there's a lot of that going on now and um with england having uh, uh, you know, tottenham, uh, uh Liverpool. tottenham man united man city um and uh, oh we've got the, got the four haven't we and uh so it, it it does seem to me a little bit like a power a power thing uh, uh so much more now and with the premier league having so much money being able to sort of distance themselves away from the other teams but uh um but well, so mate, who, do, who do we reckon because we, we've got a we've got a, a limited
1: amount of time i'm going to run through oh, yeah. the, okay i'm going to run through the groups and you're going to shout out which two teams do you think are going to go through? If I disagree with you, uh, I'll say so. So, Group A, Atleti, Dortmund, Monaco, Bruges. Uh,
0: Atleti and Monaco.
1: I think. Oh, I'm going Atleti, Dortmund. Uh, okay. Barcelona, Spurs, PSV, Inter Milan.
0: <laughs> You're going to hate me. Barcelona, Inter Milan.
1: I'm going Barcelona, Tottenham. Uh, PSG, Napoli, <laughs> Liverpool, Red Star, Belgrade. Uh,
0: PSG, Liverpool.
1: I agree. Locomotive, Moscow, Porto, Schalke, Galatasaray, who the fuck knows? Take your pick. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm going Porto, Schalke. Yeah, Um, me too. uh, Bayern Munich, Benfica, Ajax, Athens, AEK. Uh, uh, uh,
0: Munich and um, Benfica.
1: I agree. City, Shakhtar, Lyon, Hoffenheim.
0: Uh, city and then take your pick uh i think leon uh but Shakhtar like yeah yeah i think leon leon
1: i like leon uh, Shakhtar sold all their best players madrid roma csk and victoria Pilsen. Uh,
0: madrid madrid and roma of course yeah, yeah.
1: juve man united valencia young boys, young boys young
0: boys i want the young boys to get through but they won't uh, it'll be it'll be oh this one is ooh
1: quick it's oh. quick fire make a decision Juve
0: Valencia. Juve oh, Valencia. I like it,
1: I like it, I was gonna go with it, I was gonna be controversial, but I'm gonna be the same as you, I'm going with you, yep. Juve yep. Valencia, uh, check us back, I mean, come back and listen to us in what, Ooh, February, to see if we were accurate, maybe Christmas. <laughs> uh, thank you everyone for listening, we are gonna to have to run, uh, listen out for the word from our sponsors, thank you very much. Ha, huh. they want you to come back in February, that's a laugh. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hello. Let's be honest. You don't have a fucking scooby what Brexit really is, do you? Well, what have I told you? It basically means that this week is your last week where you can bet on the Europe's. So if you think Messi's going to score a goal, bet's got on it now, before Jeremy Corbyn makes it illegal. Fucking communist. So get out of your phone. Bet on France. Bet on Italy. Bet on Germany, if you like. All of them do it now.
0: Terms and conditions apply. Brexit doesn't actually mean anything for your on betting, but you almost always turned off the podcast by now. Remember to bet responsibly, and as the French say, when the fun stops, take it in the ass, mon ami. Bonsoir. Three, four.